the Nerdist School Network. For class and show information, visit NerdistSchool.com. Have you ever been listening to NPR and thought to yourself, gosh, I love the human interest aspect, the dulcet voices of the hosts, the promise of totes, but I just hate how true it all is. That's where we come in. It's This American Lie, an hour of improvised NPR. We're a lot like that other show, but we make it all up in front of a live audience every second Saturday at the Nerdist School stage. Find show and ticket information at NerdistSchool.com or catch the podcast on the Nerdist School Network. Search for us on iTunes. So these episodes, you had to watch both of them, right? And you they originally aired because like they, they're so of a piece. I know. Well, I only watched the Buffy episode and I had no idea there was oh, a corresponding wow. Angel episode yeah? because I wasn't watching that show. Okay. Because there's like, it, they fit together so well. Oh, yeah. yeah. It really explains why Angel was so grumpy to yes. me now. I had no idea why <laughs> was he like, was so fucking like such a downer. Yeah. I, I remember like, thinking Jesus. like, I was like, just let Spike have this. Like, I remember <laughs> like, I thought you enjoyed yeah. Mayhem. I just, it's so interesting because the first time I ever watched Buffy, I was not watching Angel also. So I was mm-hmm. just like, mm, I guess Angel's like pissed that he's not like the big man in town anymore. He, he like hated Spike. Yeah. yeah. But I guess. He was going through a yeah, lot. Yeah, I want to <laughs> yeah. see, see when they were buddies then. I know mm-hmm. we see some of it later in Angel, but I still feel like they were yeah. never buddies. They were never buddy buddies, I don't But, think. like, as soon as Spike was introduced mm-hmm. in Buffy, it was like, you sired me. Yeah. So yeah. We used to be that? pals. Yeah. Yeah. Like, when? And also, like, kind of not true, because... They they explained it away by being like, well, Angel <laughs> sired Drusilla, Drusilla who sired... Spike, Spike. Yes. So I guess the master sire, the sire. <laughs> yes, but I, I think it's also because Drew couldn't possibly have been the person who like taught Spike anything. No, she's too she's crazy, a kook. Mm, maybe that makes her the best teacher. No, <laughs> that's how you really flip it, <laughs> flip it and reverse that. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I'm sure uh, a certain brand of like, I think Spike is a little bit more nihilistic than like mm-hmm. um, Angel is or Angelus yes. was. So I think that how much of that was due to who he was before he was a vampire and how much of that was due to like uh, Drusilla being like there by his side all the time. Mm-hmm. Unknown. But yes. she certainly had. <laughs> it's a mystery. It's a mystery and we'll never know. <laughs> well, it's also like there's like the person who has hand in every relationship. Mm-hmm. And I feel like Drew always had hand in her relationship with Spike. Yes. And uh, I would say Angel has hand over Darla. I've never heard oh, hand used um, in this way. <laughs> I think it's from a Seinfeld episode. I don't think okay. I made it up. Um, but it's like the idea of like the person who... Upper hand. The power. Yeah. Okay. The other person kind of maybe wants more or needs more. I got what you oh. meant in, in context. In context yeah. But I was like, oh, I've never... Yeah heard that phrasing yeah. before mm-hmm. that's interesting i've actually never heard that phrasing before speaking with you <laughs> sometimes uh it's a when you're original young, I, I, or not i think it is seinfeld <laughs> but like maybe it's a uh, one of 200 episodes of seinfeld that i decided it was very important <laughs> everyone else talks about master of my own domain and i'm like no uh and, and. <laughs> this yeah is... fuck festivus <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly um yada yada hand yeah <laughs> um but yeah i think here for sure, Angel has hand mm-hmm. in 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 um the boxer rebellion situation. I think. 
I think so. Mm. But Darla is oh, with Darla. Yeah, with Darla. I mean, they want. Here's the thing. But he's in danger. Yeah, he's mm-hmm. in danger. She wants very badly the old angel, Angelus back. Mm-hmm. And I think only because he knows he can't. He knows deep down he can't be that. Maybe that's why. But I feel like because it's not just like a relationship between two people. Like they're both coming back to each other with like totally different ideas about like where things are going to go. Wait, so what do you think his, based on this episode, like where do you think he thinks that things are going to go? I think, I think on the surface, he's very similar to Darla where he's like, I just need to go back to this life because Mm -hmm. this is all I know and this is the only thing and maybe, maybe I just have to be bad. But I think deep down, he knows he can't. So do you think he knows there's an expiration date when he does it? Or do you think he thinks he's going to change her? Like, oh, we'll just kill bad people. Because that's what they try. They kind of try to do Dexter. God, you know, he tries. And she's like, um, honey, I see through (laughs) that. Let's kill some babies. She's like, look at this baby. (laughs) Eat some babies. (laughs) If you really love me, you would eat this baby. baby. I I wasn't thinking about that, that that was Angel's first response to it just like i just want to go back to the way it was this mm-hmm. is painful and i hate it mm-hmm. but he couldn't be turned back into a vampire because he still was a yeah, vampire right. whereas darla in the present time is actually human mm-hmm. yeah so like does she's like just vamp me again yeah, yeah. <laughs> of course because she's like done that'll yeah. solve this. i will literally yeah. be back to what i was yeah if you just sire me I don't yep. have to feel less guilt or yeah. confusion God, I mean, that's just like she just wants a Xanax. That's what she wants. She just, just wants. Ugh, she wants to be. She wants to be Xanaxed. Yeah, <laughs> she wants to be Xanaxed. She's like, just do it. And he's like, I can't do it. Like, first choice vamp. Yeah, second, second choice, choice Xanax. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I wrote down like as soon as she was like uh, talking to Lindsay. By the way, she is Julie Benz, not the best actress, but she has her moments. Mm-hmm. But I did like her being like totally. Fucking crazy. And, yeah, and I lost. Wait, wait talk- this is the part where she bites him, right? That scene is that just the- before. Oh, okay. okay. Um, so it's daytime and they're in Lindsay's office. Oh, right, right, right. I hate that his name is Lindsay because he's a oh, crap yeah. character. Yeah. <laughs> if he was a cool character, I'd be like, yeah, yeah. boy, Lindsay. <laughs> but he- so she's talking, and as she was talking, I was like, oh, shit, she's this is like the last unicorn. Are you guys familiar with the last unicorn? I'm not. All right, so the last unicorn. She's a unicorn. There's a thing chasing her. Mm-hmm. Try to keep this brief. But <laughs> a magician changes her into a human to hide her from okay. the thing that's chasing her. And she says, I like, I wrote the quote down before she said it. I was like, I can feel this body dying all around me. Oh. And then she fucking said that. Darla yeah. did. Yeah. So in The Last Unicorn, that's her line yeah. that she says. That's so interesting. And then Darla says it. And I was like, oh. What? Yeah. You better not have seen the last unicorn, motherfuckers. Because you I wonder, stole. Do you think it's like an homage thing? Or do you think it's... I would not be surprised if the writers... Yeah. Somebody in the writer's room but knew you can't the just last unicorn. quote yeah. wholesale and not attribute it. That would be so funny if she says that. And if you like zoom in in the corner, there's like a copy of last unicorn. That would be really funny. <laughs> that would be really funny. <laughs> Like, in, in Lindsay's office. Peter S. Beagle, the yeah. author, is just yeah. in the corner. <laughs> it's his headshot. <laughs> That'd be so cute. Got, That'd be a nice I got drag. a photo taken with Peter S. Beagle oh. at Comic Con one year. Oh. That's very cool. The last unicorn stand. He's a fantasy mm-hmm. author. But very cool. I, I actually take back what I said because they were all so much older than me. 
when they were writing Angels. So, like, Last Unicorn, probably not their jam yeah. no. as a child. I mean, unless they had kids. But then it's even No, because they're, like, not it. old enough for okay. that then. They're at the perfectly wrong age. Exactly. The perfectly wrong age. It's just a, a thing. The right wrong age. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when you put an immortal person in a mortal body. Yeah. They start to feel the decay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I guess that's just where you go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I can feel it dying all the time. Mm-hmm. I can feel it. I can feel this body dying. I can feel all it dying. Welcome to Hell I'm one of your co-hosts, Kelly Nugent, and I'm another of your co-hosts, Ryan Mogi. Today we have a lovely. Uh, it's sort of a crossover. Not really. Not at all. Um, this is, this <laughs> well, is a, it is a crossover. I was this like, is wait a crossover. Oh, it's not yes. a try. Add over no, cross. No, no. It's, it's just, just Hellmouthy and, and Tall, Tall Dark and Broody. Um, but today we are welcoming a very special guest. Uh, my co-host from the Teen Creeps podcast, Lindsay Katai is here. Hi. Welcome. Thank you. Thanks for coming back. Back to the place that all, all began. Yeah. <laughs> Where it all started. Wait, mm-hmm. is this how you guys found out that you were compatible on mic? Yeah. Yeah, it oh, was. We I got to witness like, about, of our pie. Yeah, and then I was like, <laughs> we should start a Christopher Pike podcast. So we did. I thought that was a trick. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Like, I thought real. you guys had that in your back pocket. Not Mm-mm. at all. Mm-mm. Honestly, Mm-mm. until this moment, I thought that when you said that, you were like, we should start a Christopher Pike podcast. Wink, like we, wink, wink. Like we've like talked we about. Did. Like we already no. planned. Mm-mm. Guys, yeah. mm-hmm. I didn't know I got to witness the birth yeah, of Teen no. Creek. The conception of Teen Oh, you're right. It wasn't the birth. I didn't mm-hmm. witness, you didn't the witness the birth. I mean, I could listen to the birth yeah. anytime I want. I have the birth on demand. Fertilizing of the egg. Of the egg. The ovule. (laughs) I used to love that scene in Look Who's Talking. When the sperms are so weird. Yeah. It is so weird. Um, my parents were so sexually repressed, they thought that scene was inappropriate. (laughs) (laughs) They were like, This is disgusting. (laughs) The thing before it where she's fucking her boss, it's pretty like where she's like the That's not not appropriate. That's not appropriate. (laughs) That's the part that's like, I shouldn't be allowed to see this. Mm. But once you get to sperm, my mom would either let us watch movies or take us to movies. But when mm-hmm. those parts happen, she would cover our eyes and say, kissing parts. <laughs> kissing parts. Mm-hmm. Kissing Cute. parts. Mm-hmm. I still kind of think that phrase whenever there's a sex scene and something. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Kissing parts. Oh. Kissing parts. <laughs> um, and sometimes parts are being kissed and kissing parts. Yeah. That's true. It works. Yeah. Um, so we open with angels doing that classic thing that shows love to do when a character has to be drawing something, but the actor doesn't know how to draw, so they just color the same line. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's like doing the hair. Okay, <laughs> but it does also feel like his drawing skills have gone down. Yeah, what happened? He then I was to- like, maybe David Boreanaz did draw that. <laughs> My very first note is not a great artist. Yeah, <laughs> no. He used to do like beautiful charcoal, like shading, and this one is like lines only. Yeah, like the artist couldn't come back. Yeah, they were busy. Yeah, yeah. and they're just like David, you have to just try. And Her teeth are really big. It's, so big. It's, it's like, did they do that thing where they took a photo yeah. and then they used a program yeah. to transfer oh, it into maybe that's pencil? What it because those are always fucking hideous. Yeah. Yes. They always outline the teeth in an, yeah, just a yeah, horrifying way. Totally. I think they definitely did that. Yeah. And then they're like, we'll just um, erase like some of the other detail and then he can just color the hair. So he's just like coloring the hair, coloring the <laughs> coloring, hair, coloring just, the hair. Put an ad out on Craigslist. Yeah. Honestly, for, uh, or someone will do it for, for artists. Like, someone will do it for like 40 bucks. Yeah. yeah. Someone on DeviantArt already did it. Yeah. So you can just ask to license their picture. Exactly. Yes. Like, oh, my God. There are so many people who would do that. Yeah. It's not great. 
And also, I mean, maybe his hand is cramping because he did draw oh, so many. a thousand of them. <laughs> That's true. There's, there's scattered them everywhere. He threw them everywhere and was like, oh, wow, I must have been going through something. <laughs> busy, busy guy. He's also doing that thing where, like, one character is like, are you sure you don't want to talk about it? As if the character is like, oh, was I obsessing? <laughs> yeah. I hadn't even realized. <laughs> I know. Like, oh, I did. A thousand drawings of my former vampire lover. <laughs> oh, where'd these come from? Like, it's you, surround you know, yeah, you, you know. know, you were there yeah. the whole time. You You're were not drawing coming them. out of a fugue state. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. And if you are, there's like bigger problems yeah. that we should address. Yeah. Like, yeah. we should get you some help. Mm-hmm. I was on the back burner. <laughs> you need to rest. Yeah, honestly, this Darla thing, let's just pause on that. Yes. Yeah. You just drew a thousand drawings in your fuke. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're not conscious. Um, yeah, so poor Angel. He's poor Wesley. Actually, poor, yeah, too. Wesley. he's walking in like, um, <laughs> everything okay? All hey, powerful boss. vampire. I know. And then he's just like, I guess I'll take your word for it. You're okay. <laughs> um, and we did get we got that flashback to Darla's death. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd which, forgotten about that. Yeah. Yeah. And so she You got to see your man a man again. Yeah, 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 yeah. Master. Did you get excited when you heard Kool-Aid his voice? Now. Yeah. When he yeah, when he when I heard that voice, I was like, that Kool-Aid mouth is gonna come out. <laughs> Just <laughs> wait <laughs> in. Mm-hmm. Um yep. And he's talking like I think a little extra weird this time. I think he's kind of he's doing like a bane ish type of voice. Well at first I think he's oh, we're he's not pretending. supposed to know he's yeah, and we're not supposed to I don't think the viewer is supposed to think it's the Mm-hmm. master like i think you're just supposed to be like oh a priest is coming that's yeah. interesting a priest with a veil as all priests do mm-hmm. a priest with a veil i guess for a sick person right yeah. that's like their version of protecting from germs yeah i mean in those that was times what all the women yeah. they were yeah. wearing like little those pathetic veils yeah. <laughs> little mosquito netting yeah, like, germs like... can't get through this <laughs> yeah it reminded me of like um in like the plague times when they would mm-hmm. wear those like bird masks mm-hmm. to be like yeah it can't go through this beak yeah it's a beak <laughs> it's a beak um, so what is it that she like is about to die from? I think having too much sex, having too much sex, I think probably <laughs> just like sex related disease because she had the she had like a cold, yeah, sore she on did. The side she had now. sores all over it's, it's leeches. probably like syphilis or something. some yeah. kind of blood disease. I don't know if syphilis comes with sores, but like syphilis yeah. is that you know, the big sex killer, mm-hmm. yeah, back mm-hmm. in the day, mm-hmm. it drove you crazy. Yeah, it's also weird. The Marquis de Sade is mm-hmm. he the guy from The King and I? What? No. <laughs> unless unless you so we have know a different how King and I? little of history slash literature I know. Because last episode I was yeah, we, confused. we had trouble coming up with some names of foreign leaders. Let's not revisit it. No, <laughs> I'm I'm um, not gonna okay. be respectable but, in that sense. Okay, either. the King and I he died of ra- syphilis. No. no. Oh You're th- are you thinking of the oh, king's I love it. speech or something? No, the king and I speech. No, the king and I the king and I tried with you two. <laughs> no, I don't oh know what you guys the, the real guy the real guy that this real, is based off of. Do you know what the king and I is? The king is of that Siam? The, the, yeah, the, the king of Siam. Uh-huh. Yeah, he died of syphilis. And you think he might also be the Marquis de Sade. I don't know who the, the Marquis, Marquis de Sade is. Marquis de Sade. <laughs> what is that? You don't think that sounds French to you? Oh. Marquis de Sade? You think he might be from Siam? When you do say Marquis de Sade and ask me if it sounds French, now it I sounds catch French. Up. I'm like, you know what? It sounds French. <laughs> he was a French. Okay, that was not my strike. He was a was French writer. Jailed. I forget why he was jailed, but he wrote like very salacious. Yeah, 
really reading material and he had I think he was also like a prolific syphilis. yeah I think he was like famous for being a lover and like a Casanova type like guy when he was in yes, jail yes I would that if you went from Ish. Marquis to side to Casanova that is a move close it's a better move <laughs> it's better it's a than the king move. and I it's <laughs> not like it's not like taking your um castle and then just like throwing it at the wall. Yeah. It's like taking your castle and doing like a move that you shouldn't yeah. do. Yeah. It's like going diagonally instead of. As opposed to being like, yeah. this is this person. Take everything about them. Take it away. Yeah. <laughs> take Replace it to another Replace it place. with like a Simpsons figure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, listen. Because you didn't even say King of Siam. You I said, said King is he I- the King and I guy? So, yeah, it's, like, it's like dancing in a ballroom to getting to know you. Yes. It's just like that. It's like that guy. <laughs> Getting to know you, getting to know all about you. <laughs> um, and the Marquis de Sade in jail wrote a novel uh, using his own blood. What? That's a thing, right? That's, That's yeah. part of the Marquis de Sade. Then that book was and then dirty, right? The king's has- speech was an English king. Okay, I was trying to help her. <laughs> I didn't know what she was trying to say. <laughs> Who was played by to Colin our, Firth? Let's our, do it. We can do it. We can to do it. To our knowledge, did not have syphilis. Did not. He had lung cancer. Okay. Colin mm. Firth was in love, actually. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Colin Firth. Like, now we're at the center. The we can king. get anywhere. Oh, oh, the king. With um, Alan Rickman, who uh-huh. was probably in a movie with Jeffrey oh, Rush. Of course. Who okay. played the Marquis, Marquis de Sade in that movie with Kate Winslet. Yep. There we go. Done. Okay. And we that did it. is Quills. the circle of Thank life. Thank you. <laughs> we had our hands. We've Quills. done it. Okay. <laughs> something, um, something, Kevin Bacon. Yeah. Hands. I'm sure we could have just said Kevin Bacon, Kevin, and he would have yeah. nailed mm-hmm. everyone together. I feel like Bill Nighy is the British Kevin Bacon. I would buy that. Mm. I f- although, in a sense, I feel like all British actors are the Kevin Bacon. Because there are That's like true. 12 all in the fucking scene. Yeah, they're in everything. Mm-hmm. It's true. And there are no, are no small parts, and they understand that very well, mm-hmm. British actors. There are no small parts, there are just 12 million parts. That, that I will play. That I will play. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Anyway, syphilis. <laughs> <laughs> syphilis. So she probably, she gets so pretty post-death. Instantly. Which I think is Isn't weird given what we've, they get better looking. I feel like. Okay, here's the thing. She just looked well, really bad because she was like. Like once she puts, you think if we took makeup off her, she would look the same? Well, here she was on the brink yeah, of death. It's what Kelly's about She to say. looks so bad because she's like about to die. Mm-hmm. She's got sores. She's got like all this. I think she, at the height of her like prostitution, looked great. Okay. And probably mm-hmm. looked as hot. Like this is how she has money. Because remember, she's like, yeah, like don't property. have disease. Right. Okay. So, so I think. She's no longer diseased and dying. Okay. She's, she's dead and a vampire. Yeah. So okay. I think she's just back to look in her hot self. Yeah. yeah. She's beautiful. She's, she's back beautiful. Her prime. Mm-hmm. And she. Yeah. Because I think we were seeing an uncharacteristically low. Point. Yeah. yeah. I don't point. think we've seen her look that bad. No. Even. Yeah. Ever. Ever. Even on I mean, Dexter. Even on Dexter. <laughs> like, you follow Julie Benz everywhere she goes. Yeah. Even in that Catholic schoolgirl skirt. Mm. Those bangs were tough. They were tough. Oh, bangs. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> With, it's like, like, mm, like syphilis, bangs, bangs. which is yeah. worse. <laughs> but, and that's a vampire Just thing, too, bangs. right? Bangs are cool. Thanks. She would have those bangs no, still. Bangs. I have bangs for the, for the listener. <laughs> you do have bangs, but they're not bad bangs. Thanks. They're good bangs. bangs. Thank you. No, but if you cut bangs like too when you're a vampire, you have bangs for the rest of your undead life. Because right? your hair doesn't grow. But remember, we've what? had questions about this. <laughs> it doesn't? I don't think so. I don't think you have to but trim your, your nails. But your hair keeps growing after you die. No. Yes, it does. Not Lindsay. forever. 
Lindsay, it's no, not a myth. It's a myth. It's a myth. God damn Actually, it. Well, isn't it your skin shrinks? Your skin shrinks. And so it looks for a little bit that your nails and hair are still growing. But there is a really popular like propaganda thing that um, a lot of um, – Specifically, I can speak to the Vietnamese propaganda mm-hmm. for Ho Chi Minh, which we actually yeah. recently talked about him. Um, after he died, they were like, he's so powerful that his hair and nails still have to be trimmed by the people that like preserved his body. But it's not true. They just like do that to like keep alive the myth of the man who like created their my uncle. Like, And then that just got like spread so everybody thinks well, that or was I, it they, just that's like a, a common thing culture. yeah a cross culture thing to say that about like powerful people that have died and then it just got diluted to where we all think that happens well i think literally like because we don't look at bodies two weeks after they die <laughs> so i think literally in the first you know between speak for yourself <laughs> <laughs> all, right, you're an, I should. all, all of Lindsay's uh, search history is like two weeks dead body <laughs> but i Three think it's that like you obs- you can observe like nails growing but what it is is like the everything float and then everything like pulls back yeah. i i understand yeah. this Yuck. but um like why there's got to be a it. way that vampires can change their hair right well yeah because I'm, I'm so confused because it's like i think it might be like I think, oh. like you don't have you just wear wigs all the time. Mm, interesting. I mean, I think Spike. He's. I think he, he cut. Spike, both Angel and Spike cut their hair, but then it doesn't get longer. Mm. Also, we were so wondering stuck with that hair for the rest of yeah, yeah like your life. And but it probably saves Spike a lot of work. I mean, that peroxide. Yeah, he he's, never has to do upkeep. He doesn't have to. He do never has to. That would be so funny. If he's just got foils, this might just have been a fantastic dream. This I is a having. great dream. I don't know. I, I want this, this to be true. This might just have been the fanfic that I was writing. But <laughs> it could be a oh, behind-the-scenes picture sorry. of the actor. It was. <laughs> okay. uh, links, please. Mm-hmm. Um, so do you think that Darla was just like wigs, 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 wigs for a long no. time? Definitely I mean, all those curls. In the I think all those yeah. curls were I mean, like, that's everybody's I mean, wigs. That, yeah. I think that the hair she has now is probably similar to the hair she had. I think when she cut those bangs, <laughs> she was stuck. She was stuck, but then luckily she got resurrected with right, from, yeah, she non-bang get, hair. Well, she just got resurrected. Who knows how resurrection works? Clearly, Buffy writers were unaware of this <laughs> hair and nail thing because if you think about it, never mind. This is a later season, and now I can't talk about it. Oh, oh no. Okay. They think that hair grows. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I wrote, I like Cordy's whiff plan. Whiff she had plan. a plan. To use smell to, she's like, we'll just yeah, drive we'll just, around. Yeah, and you'll, you'll take, you'll big like whiffs. stick your head out oh, of the window that's and mm-hmm. smell things. I did like that. <laughs> I really that. like the acknowledgement on Cordy's part that they are a shit detective. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good. yeah, she was so. It was they appreciated. Not good. They're not good. No, they're, they're not good. They do nothing. If you tell them where to go and when to be there, they will show up five minutes late. They'll show up five minutes late. They'll destroy your house uh-huh. and leave you in disarray. Yeah. They may kill the wrong guy. They may kill the wrong guy. They'll de- You won't know that there's a demon. So they'll just kill the demon and you'll be like, honestly, all I know is that my house now sucks and <laughs> you just ruined everything. Yeah. Without, uh, what's his name, Lauren? They're nothing. Yeah. yeah. They're fucking nothing. Yeah. yeah. I think they're okay if you give, if you tell them what their plan, like if you get laid yeah. out for them. What your ultimate goal is. But then who's doing the detecting? They you. can oh, yeah, do no the detecting. work. They just yes. don't. Like, they have no Giles. Mm-mm. They have yeah. no Lauren at this point. Nope. And yeah. Wesley and Cordelia are not 
that great at. Oh yeah, Wesley's yeah. a fucking watcher. Get the yeah. fuck your yeah. get your shit together. Yeah. He kind of just is like, does this look like it? And she's like, no. And he's like, cool. <laughs> Check on your internet. She's like, all right. Yeah, he has no books. Yeah. Does he he has some books. He has books. some books. And they have some computer skills. Mm-hmm. But they're not. But yeah. There's no like standing by a pile of books, taking no. your glasses yeah. off, putting your like, fingers to your, here. the bridge of your nose. Like, oh, I'm so tired from no. all this book looking. Yeah. <laughs> book Gun looking. is good strategically. Like, mm. when they need tactical things yeah, done. Yeah, Gunn is the smartest one yeah, there. Yeah, the best. He's the best. He He's like, look at their fucking books. <laughs> yeah. They, like, you think they haven't found a way to write that shit off? Yeah. <laughs> also, another gun note I had is that I love that he's just, like, eating a sandwich. Yeah. yeah. He's just <laughs> yeah sitting in the background eating a, yep. a Subway e- sandwich. E- eating on a hoagie. <laughs> he's the best. So, we, we learn that Darla has always liked Angel specifies that she always like wants a good view. Yeah. And like we kind of she just likes nice things basically. Yes. Um and then we kind of, you know, go back and forth with the flashbacks to see her liking nice things and then I'm not I'm I'm sorry, I'm having so much trouble differentiating well, between this okay, episode and the last one. Okay, when he says the view thing, he then they we go to the sewer and we see Essentially, her meeting, bringing him home to meet the master. Darla That's bringing Angel home right. to meet the master. And the master is not like, impressed. He and he's like, tore up Yorkshire. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, South Wales. Yeah. 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 Um, oh, and then this is kind of where we see Darla being kind of pulled between the old and the new. Because mm-hmm. she had a place in the old, which was by the master's side. And yeah, she's really devoted to the religion of being a vampire. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I loved seeing her kind of like, you know, scared when Angelus is kind of like very much disrespecting the master. And she's yeah. kind of like, Angelus, don't. Yeah. Which we hadn't really seen that side to her before. Because mm-hmm. he's having a grand old time getting the shit kicked out of him. Oh, he's yeah, loving he it. He's not lying. He is loving it. He's plopping his little booty into that throne, sitting on it sideways. Oh, my God. When he sat down on that throne, I was like, oh, man. I know. He means business. And um, it really contrasts like with him having to fake it later on Mm -hmm. yeah because like that's the angelus i remember which is why when i was only watching the buffy one i was like Mm -hmm. why isn't he having any fun i thought angelus was all (laughs) about having fun and being sadistic yeah Yeah. (laughs) it's too late he already had a soul Mm -hmm. that scene and darla does choose angel yeah she's Uh, like "Hmm." later i know they had to do it for like expediency's Uh sake but didn't you think the master would have put up more of a fight I would have thought that. Yeah. But I did love his comment, like, it'll never last. I give it a century tops. <laughs> tops. Well, guess what? Got more 150. Than that. Yeah. And I, I like the master. I love the master. And I know that he, and we know just from what we've seen in Buffy in the earlier seasons, that she goes back to him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's not wrong. And he's like, great, cool. You're on my, by my side. And then there's the problem of like, she was a completely different character then because that was the very beginning. She's like, Master, she was so strong. Oh, yeah, that's true. Because <laughs> they, oh, that's why she they was, weren't going to keep her girl. around. Yeah. She, she was strong. She bested us. I know. <laughs> I hated her. <laughs> I didn't know who she was. Dun, dun. You knew who yeah. she was. Yeah. Yeah. One of your if crew you were, murdered a slayer. But like, if you're not really yeah. Darla yet. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. We hadn't, they hadn't really figured out what a Darla was. Yeah. I don't think she even had a name at that point. Not really. No. I, like, at the 
in the pilot because it opens with her mm-hmm. in the pilot. Yeah. I mean, I think it was just that she was just a, a lackey at that time. Mm-hmm. But then they're like, oh, you could be interesting. Yeah, let's use you. Let's use you. Um, if I was ever an actor in anything, like, that's mm-hmm. the dream is that I'm so yes. good and I'm so oh, liked yeah. that they just create something for me, like mm-hmm. Spike or like Jonathan. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I would hopefully have, like, a director or showrunner like Joss Whedon who is like, I have certain people that I like and I will bring you with me to all my projects. Mm-hmm. Yes. And have, what a dream. Paul what a dream. Yes. That's yeah. the best. You just mm-hmm. nail it, and then they keep yeah. you around. Mm-hmm. And they're like, man, you're kind of like everyone's favorite. So yeah. or we're going to rewrite Bob Odenkirk getting his own prequel. Yeah, yeah. seriously. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's the dream is that, like, you just blow someone away. Yeah. Like, yeah. if you haven't already secured the lead role, that's, right. like, so mm-hmm. awesome. But, yeah, versus getting cast. Mm-hmm. Like, that they build a spot for you. Like, we can't let this person slip through our fingers. No, <laughs> never. And there's something so satisfying about being unexpected. Yeah. And about like mm-hmm. being like, oh, you thought that yeah. I was just nobody. Yeah. But I'm but, somebody. <laughs> but I'm somebody. Yeah, because Julie Ben's got to ride this out for a long, a long time. Yeah, it's true. Probably bought her like a boat or something. Well, and yeah, and the fact I that. Mean, yeah. Yeah. And a house. Yeah. Like a house and a boat and maybe even a Jeep. Yeah. <laughs> Possibly a Jeep. I mean, I think it's. Like an I all believe. white stick shift Jeep. I mean, I mean it's she not a-, a Jeep, at least a Vespa. All right. <laughs> um, yeah, because she was, first of all, unexpected to be on Buffy for as long as she was. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, like, yeah and she then part and brought probably. back to life in the spinoff. Yep. That's amazing. What a dream. And is enough of a character that if she wanted, and I don't know what she did, but like if she wanted to be doing the convention circuit and all of that stuff. I'm sure. That's open to her. Yeah. Like she could do it. Mm -hmm. Whereas, you know, you can't, not everyone can. And she Mm -mm. got to come back for a bunch of Buffy flashbacks. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Which is why I was like, yeah, we see uh, Darla all the time. And then I was Mm -hmm. thinking about it. I was like, you fucking died in season one. Yeah. Yeah. And yet here she is. I've seen so much of you. I know. Mm -hmm. Oh, what else happened in this episode? I for the a glimpse of baby Spike. Oh my god, baby he Spike. He pushes by crying. <laughs> <laughs> I have very little sympathy for baby Spike. What? How I, is you that? know what? I would say Effulgent. I okay. would say I his heart is a fulgent. Uh I did really respect James Marster's acting chops. Mm-hmm. I thought yeah. he in these two episodes was really fucking good. He like in the final he's scene. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's always amazing, but like he's so good at like Shifting. Shifting, but also still maintaining that, like, please like me or, like, please, like, be scared of me. Please matter. Yeah. From, like, I guess, yeah, like, tell me I matter sort of thing that you see so aggressively when he's, like, Mm -hmm. effulgent to now. Yeah. And he's really good. He's really good. And it it is all of a piece of the same character. Totally. But Um, baby Spike. Baby Spike. Sad baby Spike. Mm -hmm. And it was great. I know. Oh, my God. And I want to know what happened to Mother. Oh, oh do we, we find, we out? find out, what out what happens to now. Mother? We know what happens we to Mother. We know what happens to Mother. Oh, psycho. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's very like Ed Gein, like creepy, creepy. Um, and we get a valley joke. We do get oh, a yeah. valley joke. I was thinking before she made that valley uh-huh. joke, I was like, ooh, some valley gross. <laughs> I know. When I was, they have um, good thrift stores. But that's literally the only reason I'll go to Sun Valley. You know. The only thing I know about Sun Valley is when I was an attorney, um, my opposing counsel 
uh, would put on his pleading, on your pleadings, you put like your name, your bar number, your address and phone number. And we had this like weird case where it was like the attorney was like alleging all sorts of weird, crazy things that were just like not happening. And we were just like, what is going on? And he filed sanctions against me. Like it was this huge thing. And then I tried calling him because I was like, I just need to call this guy. Like, yeah. Because he just kept filing more and more stuff. Right, right. And it's a Bob's big boy <gasps> in Sun Valley. Oh, my God. It's, and it's Saul Goodman. Yeah. It's Saul Goodman. He's. It's Jimmy Mayo. Yeah. 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 He's it's the Lincoln lawyer. And I called and I was like, hey. Uh, and they're like, Bob's big boy. And I was like, uh. I was like, is so-and-so there? And they're uh-huh. like, oh, no, he doesn't come in yet. And I was like, okay. He work- what? I was like, he works here? And they're like, oh, yeah, he's assistant manager. <gasps> and I was like, oh, okay. That um, is beautiful. I was like, can you have him c- call me? And they're like, well, he can't really be on the phone when he's in here. And I was like, why does he give that fucking number? I'm Get like, a cell a phone. phone. Get a burner. Use a cell Sorry. phone. I did not understand that. And the address, if you looked up the address, it was that Bob's big boy. Oh, my God. God. Yeah. I want to go there. Yeah. Ask for him. Be like, I need a lawyer. <laughs> and he'll be like, have you guys seen Better Call Saul? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. No, he's it's, it's that. Thing. It's that. He's like, it probably has some storage closet in that yeah. Bob's big boy that oh, he's Oh, that in. is so sad. It's really sad. Yeah. So I mean, I would feel like less bad if he, his butt off yeah. if he hadn't so like, filed sanctions. If he hadn't filed yeah. sanctions against me for not doing anything. Like, I was answering his questions and he was like, you weren't answering truthfully about oh. sanctions against me. I was like, cool. He's really trying to hustle. He's really yeah, trying to doing everything. Else. Listen, he had one. This is his one case. He's going to put his like yeah, all. Yeah. He wanted to get it. that Kelly Nugent fortune. Yeah, but yeah. you protected it. I did. My cats. <laughs> um, I have so few notes for Darla because I was like entranced. Okay, watching well we it. we talked about the earlier scene where she starts to go crazy, but then we have the Darla Lindsay scene where things get a little mm. hot cha cha. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, um, <laughs> Lindsay is. He's so into oh, it. He's so into so lame. <laughs> he's so lame. Just like the fact that he keeps treating her like she's just this like little lamb that he gets to protect. Mm-hmm. He wants to feel needed. I get yeah. it. And she's at least sort of nice to him. She's sort of nice to him. She does. I mean, him. she lets him kiss her, which sounds like horrible when I say it. <laughs> but but like. like th- that's the best he's getting in life. Yeah. Well, it's it's like oh God, I keep going to reference later seasons of things. Yeah. Never mind. Okay. Never She's just mind. looking to feel something. Yes, absolutely. Oh, I know no, no, exactly no, I, what you're saying. I think that's totally true. So it's not a healthy thing for either of them, but I it makes it make, gives me more empathy for him cuz like it's pathetic. It's so pathetic that I Yeah. Lindsay's pathetic in yeah, all he, things. <laughs> he's very pathetic. He's he, the Even- opposite of me. <laughs> oh no! Uh, yeah. I'm a woman, and I am and always awesome. awesome. <laughs> yeah, no. This, these are true facts. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think even her thing of like, like the kissing thing, and then her biting him. It's all just so like intense and sad and pathetic. Oh, when she's I was screaming later, season <laughs> angel, and I'm just getting sadder and sadder. Yeah, yeah. <gasps> hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Kelly just I just bonked my head on yeah. the microphone on purpose on purpose it's so depressing it's very depressing um but yeah it is totally right like that she's just like I need someone I need to be noticed by someone mm-hmm. and I need to be I need to feel something because the person that I'm trying to like get through to has told me that he's never loved me and that like yeah 
he didn't ever feel happy with me. So I'm going to, this guy's consistent. He's always consistently there. So she's like, well, and also like, how can I use this person? Totally. Like, do I still have the power to manipulate? Because I'm trying to manipulate one person. He's not willing to be manipulated by me. So let's try. Let's try Lindsay. I didn't view it that way. Yeah. Well, it's like she was just like erratic. Well, they're in the previous, in the episode just previous to this one. um, Basically, there was this big all out argument between Darla and Angel. Right. And Darla was like, how could you throw away 150 years? Like that girl, like Buffy was nothing. Yeah. Yeah. And she's like, and he he's like, Buffy was like the love of my life or whatever. And she's like, how could you say that? We had 150 years together. I was as close to bliss as you could ever get. And he was like, I could never have felt bliss with you. Yeah, he's like, I wasn't happy for one moment with you. I remember. Just I, really, I was thinking it came later. Yeah. But, yeah. but well, I up. know that, but I I just didn't view her with Lindsay as being manipulative. Yeah. Manipulative. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I think she's, I think she's definitely like, uh, really, uh, what's the word? Uh, desperately, like, just lashing out Reaching. everywhere she can. Mm-hmm. But I think she, that reaching is a manipulative action where she's like, it's not working with Angel. I gotta well, try. Well, even the thing of like, you want to kiss me, you should kiss kiss me. That's what humans do. <laughs> That's not her. I, I didn't feel like that was her like expressing a desire to be kissed by him. Oh, no. It no. felt like it was her jerking his chain. She's not. I don't mean that. Nah. <laughs> In a sexy well way. Don't you? <laughs> I mean, I guess I'll take it. Like you, if the pun works, Both like. <laughs> I'll take it. Um, but I felt like it was her like tugging a string to see what she could get him to do. And. Yeah. And so in that way, manipulative. Not, I don't think she has a plan. I, I don't think I, it's building toward a thing. I think yeah, she's, she's just, just like, like seeing she's spiraling. Yeah, playing with him. I think also there is something in there that's pushing her to, because she's like, I guess I'm now human because I couldn't get him to fucking sire me. So wait, when does that happen? That when happens at the end. Very end. Okay, never mind. But, but I yeah. guess she's like, I'll try being human. Humans kiss, me, right? Yeah. And then she fucking bites him. Like if there's I love anything that, she that shows him. like how that. that they're indifferent. She's still in vampire. You're a human. Like I don't really. Yeah, I don't I, think she's trying yeah. to connect to him. Now I in a romantic. I way. think you're. Yeah, I see mm-hmm. what you mean. Is she's playing with him because she's like I, I see that you're like in love with me and you think I'm like weak and innocent and you want to mm-hmm. help me. So like, yeah, go for it, buddy. Just kidding. I'm a fucking bloodthirsty yeah. killer, and mm-hmm. the fact that you don't keep that in mind is ridiculous yeah Yeah. because she does say like she's like kiss me that's what humans do and i think it totally is that she's like you not not and then she's like bite and she's like that's like vampires do yeah fuck you you Uh are not (laughs) i am different i am an otherworldly murderer yeah when especially because she said like she doesn't even remember her human life so she she can't even remember her her own name that's so sad so she's like that i loved that it was a cool aspect extra sad and then she's but so yeah she's like my nature is to be a vampire it has been for 150 years and then i was nothing and now i'm this or it's it's sort of like the opposite of angel where he's like i remember it all but that wasn't me and i would never do that yes but with her she's like i remember it all and that was my destiny yeah my true state yeah oh that's true and sad Mm-hmm. These episodes did a lot of um, cool things with like just because the situations between um, Angel and Darla were so similar, the differences were so, so stark. Mm-hmm. And so like that 
that sharp relief was like really interesting to see between these mm-hmm. two characters and with the fact that they're dealing with each other too. Mm-hmm. It also really is a through line through both episodes because it's like who you really are carrying over. What does that mean? So like Angel is good, but he's so evil mm-hmm. as a vampire. But Darla just is always Darla. She's just sometimes a vampire. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then Spike is always Spike, but he's a vampire. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I think, oh, and Buffy's denying parts of herself with having a death wish. Mm-hmm. So Angel and Buffy are in denial, and Spike and Darla mm-hmm. aren't. They know who they are, except Spike is pretending... That he doesn't know, that he's pretending that he's something different, but he knows. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like really only Buffy and Angel who refuse to recognize their dark aspects. Yeah. Mm -hmm. For sure. And I think we're now that we're, I I feel like I say this every episode, but like we're definitely seeing the like gray area of self when it Mm -hmm. comes to like being a vampire and then turning into a human or being a human and then turning into a vampire because especially with characters like Spike and Darla, how much of their experience as a vampire isn't happening to them, you know, like to them as like William or to Darla as Darla, because now Darla's human and she still has all those memories and all those things still did happen to her and form her um, outlook on everything. So I don't know. It's interesting like that with, as we see more and more characters that are vampires being introduced, we're now seeing that it isn't black and white. It's not like how Angel seems to paint it, where he's like, "Yeah, I was a vampire then. That was that was a demon. Mm-hmm. I'm me now. I'm I'm redemption guy. So it, I I'm liking he, this. Yeah, he turns into a redemption guy right away because he's like eating rapists and murderers. Yeah, but then yeah. my question is like, okay, well, a I really like the idea that just when in the in the unseen parts of episodes, like Angel's off somewhere eating a rapist. Yeah. yeah. Or, but B, it brings up the question, why when Whistler, that weird demon mm-hmm. in Becoming One and Two, why did he find Angel in an alley just fucked up and eating rats when he could have been dining on rapists I know. and living large? And then why does Angel hit up blood drives when he could be eating rapists? I feel like he... Keep eating those rapists. Yeah. I support you. <laughs> There's a show on MTV right now called Sweet Vicious, which is about uh, two young women who are like uh, rapist serial killers. Uh-huh. I'd be it's, into that. Yeah. It's a um, series? It's a series, yeah. yeah um, there are only like three episodes so far, so you can oh. totally catch up. Okay. Get in on it. Um, so yeah, kill the rapist. But I think that his stopover in murdering rapists and murderers is a stopover toward redemption not murdering yeah i think yeah i think i get it (laughs) (laughs) i know rapists have multiple sides too or whatever yeah there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff i mean we can forgive vampires um so i think he really is living off rats when whistler finds it i think he is i think he's like for sure he's like i I gotta take a step back i can't kill humans just demons um, I really loved, and I, I just forget about this scene until this episode, but the scene with Darla pleading with the Romanian to get, to restore or get rid of Angel's soul mm-hmm. and like how desperate, like she knows immediately because this is what like a day later or mm-hmm. whatever, like she knows now the stakes of what's just happened. Like mm-hmm. her hus- her man has been like taken from her. 
Um, and so, and then she's left with Drew and Spike, who are idiots. God, and that must be Spike is taken from Drew mm-hmm. by Buffy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's <sighs> yeah. I did Real like. Incestuous. Yeah, it's very yeah, incestuous. It very, they, they find actors, they like mm-hmm. them, they keep them forever. They, keep them, they all have relationships. Yeah. I, I look elsewhere. I loved when Drusilla called Darla grandmother. And Darla's mm-hmm. like, and I don't love how, call yeah. Me <laughs> <laughs> I love that Drew, Drew has her fun. Like, yeah. she may be cuckoo crazy, but she has her little. I love yeah. the when Angel and Spike are fighting and. Darla's like, oh, it looks like our men are about to fight. She's like, the King of Cups is expecting a party, but it's not his birthday. <laughs> She's like, Darla's like, good point. <laughs> I did love that. And I love I love just seeing them together. That's all I'll say. The four of them? Or which I love seeing Darla having to maneuver Drusilla. Mm-hmm. Yes, I, I agree. Yeah, Drusilla's just in full health. And craziness. Mm-hmm. <laughs> also floating baby fish heads yeah. all around oh your head God. or whatever. Oh my God. Well, and it really points out that like Angel was Darla's best friend. Yeah. Like he was her cohort mm-hmm. in a way that Spike and Drew kind of they weren't on her level. No. Um different. Yeah, they were definitely partners. Yeah. For sure. And they try to give it one last go at the Box Rebellion. Oh, and we've all done it, but it was a bad idea. Yeah, no, it was like, <laughs> so it's not the you same. You can't go back. You can't get back together I mean, when you're you, that different. No, You will. You'll try. Yeah, mm-hmm. you'll try, but it I mean. It, do- it doesn't. It's just, it was really embarrassing. It's another step like, in the breakup. Yeah, it's, yeah. you're right. It's just it's part another, of the breakup. It's hammering at home. It's like, this mm-hmm. isn't gonna work. Yeah. You can try and it will, we'll, we'll show you right now. It's mm-hmm. not gonna work. It's not gonna work. Yeah. Just, can you imagine if someone like comes over, like, we should try again. You're like, Let's sit down and watch this episode. Yeah, let's watch it. Let's we'll see what happens. Or let's try again. All right. Eat this baby yeah. if you really love me. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. I'm not the woman like, you oh, loved. You think you love me still? Eat mm. this baby. Let's see. Um, also, I'm just very, uh, like, ready to find um, racism. <laughs> oh, I love finding racism. Did you find it during the Boxer Rebellion? Yeah. Did oh, you find sure. it by the fact that the only family worth saving in the was Boxer a white family? Was a white family? Yeah. Oh, missionaries. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I wasn't even thinking yep. about that. That's yeah. fucked up. I was like, and, and the fact You're murdering that, everyone else. And they're yeah. like, don't kill the white people. Yeah. There's like the white people. Let's weird. not kill them. And then it was like, as I'm talking to you, some like extra like is going to scream and like chop the air with a knife in the background and you're going to kill him because he's Asian and the white family is like, it was weird. Mm. I was like, interesting. Like why couldn't they have been just an Asian family yeah. that was caught in the crime? Yeah. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. It was weird. No, I'm totally And then the wrong. baby has yeah. to be a little Your white baby. The baby age. had to be a white baby. Yeah, I wasn't even thinking about that. That was, was a, a cute ass baby, but it you was know very who cute else baby. is cute? Asian babies. Baby, Asian babies can be cute. Guys, secret: all babies are cute. <laughs> They're That's that what way. I'm saying. Yeah. They're that way so that we don't murder them. Yeah, yeah. it's one of those. They're basic. that way so that we. Don't eat them. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Literally. Mm-hmm. That's why they are that way. They're yeah, so they cute. even they even smell a certain way so that we don't eat them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, yeah, that part. I was like, no, you're right. I, That's fine. Cool, 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 cool. It was yeah. That's not okay. What did you think? About, um, we don't have to jump ahead to the next episode, but the the fighting. 
the Slayer scene during the Box Rebellion. Um, it's hard to keep all this separate. Yeah, like- I think we can talk about them because there are so many flashbacks. Mm-hmm. I think we can kind of talk about them both. I for both of those Slayer fighting scenes are hard to watch just because, like, you know, those girls are going to die. Yeah, and like I didn't. I don't know. You don't. You, but you don't want Spike to die either, just because like. I don't know. He's a main character. It's also like one's Asian, one's black. Yeah. And they die. Yeah. yeah. And they die. And then there's. Sure and there then, are a lot of white slayers in between and they all died too. Yes, it's true. Yeah. But we don't see any of those. Oh, but, no. The but only then it's like, slayer that we've seen die was also black. was Kendra. But you also don't <laughs> want all white slayers. That's true. I, here's what I wish. Because we get it with the box. They don't have, have names, right? At this point? No, okay. we don't. Just so slayers. The, yeah, the Box Rebellion Slayer, I feel like, has her own style, and I really liked that, mm-hmm. that she's more about decapitating than staking mm-hmm. and her sword work. I wish that we had gotten the same thing on the, the 70s Slayer. Mm-hmm. I wish we, she had had more of her own style, other than just, like, she wears a leather coat and has a And she well, does pro. say that she had a bit more of Buffy's flavor, where she's, like, yeah. like more she's innovative. She's it with, like, her personality. She's mm-hmm. having a little bit of fun with it. Yeah. Whereas like, she improvises more. Maybe if we hadn't cut away from her as much. Yeah, because I at feel that like point, I didn't get her character through her fighting the way I felt like I got a little bit of character from Box Rebellion Slayer. Yeah, I wish that we had seen a little bit. I, I think it was partially because they were like using a lot of like cutting back and forth between like present day mm-hmm. and when she, they're fighting in the subway. And I actually thought that was really cool mm-hmm. That is to cool. have that parallel. Yeah. I love that he's cool. talking to Buffy in the yes, flashback. I loved that. That's that very was cool. cool. And I love that it still even goes back and forth. Like mm-hmm. he's he's talking to Buffy kneeling on the ground in the present, but he's talking to Buffy over the dead slayer in the yes. past. And I will say, I don't, I don't mind in this context that we're not seeing more of the boxer slayer and the 70s slayer. Mm-hmm. Because it's Spike's story. Yeah. But I would love to have had episodes where we were seeing more of past Slayers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah. yeah. Especially given, um, and ever since the end of season four, when we meet that. The first Slayer. The first Slayer. I think that's what we call her. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. The first. The first Slayer. Um, so, like, uh, ever since then, that has been a lot of what Buffy's been thinking about. And so. And the first Slayer is African. Yeah, I wish we could have spent all season. If if every episode it was almost like Lost style, we started in a scene from the life of one of the Slayers, would have really been interesting. I'm interested. Oh, that in, would have been a good season. You know? Yeah, that would have been. A, yeah, <laughs> God, been great. Yeah, you want more Slayers? Do it that way. Yeah. Oh my God, it could have been really interesting because yeah. so it would have been cooler to flash to other Slayers at their full power. Fifteen mm-hmm. year old or seventeen year old girls with superpowers who know mm-hmm. how to use them. That. Yeah, I'm ready. Throughout time, throughout different uh, cultures, like mm-hmm. that's interesting to me. But yeah, and it was interesting. I mean, we got a little bit of this from the Boxer Rebellion Slayer, but not so much from the '70s Slayer. To see, um, like when she's dying, she's like, mm-hmm. "Tell my mother I'm sorry." Yeah, and like, and that whole thing too. When he's like, "I don't speak Chinese," oh, and then so it's just like, basically, when you live and die as a Slayer. If you're all business like she was, mm-hmm. you don't like those details in your life don't matter because all that matters is now you're dead and another slayer is rising. Right. And all that matters is like your fate and not you necessarily. Mm-hmm. So that was like sad to me. But 
Oh, it's totally sad. We'll see more of the 70s Slayer. Um, it's also In a shitty way. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Did people use the term birds in the 1800s? I I also was Wait, like birds mm, to oh about women. Yeah, as slang for ladies or poofter. Yeah, it was weird. It was weird. I mean, I guess he is telling this story to Buffy, so, so maybe, maybe he's using the language but that's she would no use. Excuse. No, <laughs> like it. It just because Buffy should have been. It should have cut to Buffy and she'd be like, "Did you really say that?" <laughs> Every time that would or, be so funny. Or he says the word that was appropriate then. Yeah. And she goes, uh-huh. "What does that word mean?" Yeah, that'd be so. Funny. <laughs> like, Wait, what is that? What is that? Oh, it's like a puffter. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Poofter. Poofter. It's hard to know how to say words like that in an American accent. Right. I do like William Sloppy Hair. I'm just. I am sliding the worst way. Baby spikes. It's so bad, but it's like, oh, it's all floppy. It is floppy. I love spike. Yeah. It was. This was a. I did, I did feel bad for him a lot. In so we're just going to full for love. Let's go full. For, here's yeah. okay. Here I, like I will say exhausted. my piece, and you guys could probably argue me out of it, and maybe by the end I won't feel this way. But in general, I feel this way, especially I don't know why it's male protagonists. If you if you're in love with someone who's like a worthless shell of a, if you are a dude in love with a girl who's a worthless shell but is pretty, oh. my empathy for you like goes down. Because mm. like, what are you? How are you any better? Than yeah. her judging you for whatever's on your outside. Because mm. she's an empty... Sh- like, th- Cecilia is the worst. She's pretty mean. She's a terrible She's person. a terrible person. And we don't see anything other than her kind of sparing him embarrassment, but maybe not. Like her Mostly she's sparing herself. Yeah. Like, she's the worst. So, and you're in love? Like, what are you doing? I, like, okay. I guess that's why I'm not as... Like, my empathy for him goes down. Because I'm just like... what if you If I saw a scene of the two of them having a, a private moment and then in public she shuns him... But no, she's just awful. I okay. I disagree. I think, or I don't feel yeah. that way. Not not even so much disagree. It's just that's yeah. not my feeling sure. about it. I I think that like okay, yeah, she sucks. But I think that Spike Spike is all of us. Like when we were, I mean, I'm guessing he's supposed to be what? How old is he? Like 19 here? 20? Yeah, early 20. something. Like that. We've all had times when we were young and stupid, and you had a crush on someone mm-hmm. that was pretty much garbage. Mm-hmm. And like they were a crush on that plenty of garbage yeah. people, and 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 the littlest things could buy you so much real estate in like the worthiness category. Yeah, like a guy would just like laugh at a joke I said, and I'd be like, oh my god, he, I love him, and mm-hmm. like he could be terrible, like terrible, and you could have a crush on somebody you hardly know. Sure, and so like, I mean, there, are, I could play in, in movies where like the chubby guy it's gonna sound bad at first but trust me the chubby guy is into the head cheerleader and the head cheerleader is into the jock and that means she's making the wrong decision yeah mm-hmm. but like you don't see chubby dude going for chubby girl mm-hmm. where's chubby girl's story yeah nobody yeah. is yeah. like chubby girls into head jock who's dating head cheerleader nobody's going like he's making the wrong decision yeah. mm-hmm. so that's a situation where it's like I don't like that story. Mm-hmm. And I have less empathy for the guy who's going after the head cheerleader because, right. like, they have nothing in common anyway. So, why are you? That's the situation where it's like you're just in love with her because she's pretty. But at the same time, I don't have, I have less empathy for the storyteller than the character in that okay. situation. So, in this, like, she says you're beneath me, but I don't see anything to indicate that. I think it's just that he's like, I'm not a, like a, a, a chubby dork. dude would 
is beneath a head cheerleader. That just annoys me because it's like, that makes her a bitch for not liking him. Right. She's a bitch, not for not liking him, but because she's a bitch. She's yeah, mean. she says, yeah. so You're that's why I'm me. okay with this story. So is the idea, does it matter to you if he knew whether she was a bitch before he fell in love with her? Seems like he didn't, because that was okay. some cold shit. That was some cold shit. It, I think, it made him I run away like, and hide in a stable. Yeah. I think some, it's like hey. Kelly and I were saying, where it's like, you can hardly know somebody, but yeah. you're like, okay. he's so taken by her he's just young He doesn't and, make and her, her listen to that poetry and either. her classiness. <laughs> I, I, I really love that he's like, I know I'm a terrible poet, but I'm a good man. That yeah. is so sad. That is really sad. And, and it also, I think, is a lot of, it mirrors some things that, not to give anything away, but that happened later with Spike where he's like, the things that I'm doing may not be great, but I'm a good guy and I want to be a good guy. Because I think he's like saying a much more horrible level. In a very bad level. Because you're going bad poetry to I kill people. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But I think it's also like... maybe you guys are convincing me. Well, I'm just saying... I'm just saying that's why I have a different opinion. That's where I'm coming from. I think I... I think he didn't know she was such a bitch. Yeah. I just... She's she like was seen so her in social situations. Yeah. And she probably and was, was like, polite to him. I think. Yeah, I think she was yeah. just like cold but avoiding. And he didn't make her listen to that poem. No. No. It I was think taken from it him. It was taken from he, him. That's pretty embarrassing. He didn't want to show any of this to her. The inks are still wet. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I love the to contrast because he says, What can I say? I've always been bad. And then it, yeah. the guy offering. Also, he's just been like, I love the parallels here. Yeah. He's like, I want spicy buffalo wings. What can I say? I've always been bad. And then in the flashback, immediately, like, here's an appetizer. Mm-hmm. And he's like, excuse me, I'm the very picture of vexation. <laughs> vexation. <laughs> oh, Do He's you know good at Another accents. word for gleaming. <laughs> I also loved in the flashbacks when he's talking kind of like what's with the yeah he's like when do you start talking like this which is so like (laughs) everything about spike is so much affectation yeah Mm -hmm. i mean it it was really sad to see him like basically without the affectation when he's he was he's basically the world was telling him yeah and he's like i guess i'm lame and he's just this lame guy that like cries in a haystack because a girl made fun of him to like once he gets a taste of power, he's like, "I'm a bad boy. I'm gonna tell everyone I'm bad." But it's so mm-hmm. embarrassing to watch. Him so do that. sad. It is the saddest. Because they're like, Spike, what do you think of the recent rash of killings? I prefer to let the police deal with that. And oh my god, so that like, was so. I prefer to create poetry. I like to focus my mind on beauty. And then he looks at Cecily so pointedly. God. It was very embarrassing. He also, I mean, I think also the thing is that he was just young and having a dumb crush on this girl. We've all done that. I definitely had crushes on boys who were in turn so mean to me. Shit poetry. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. And then I think also because Spike is so obsessed with like affectation and also like romanticizing of his own life and like romanticizing of just everything he deals with um that to see it's like progression into what it is now because he still is like i'm gonna be this bad boy i'm gonna like i'm in love with her but you know she's doesn't you know she put me down so i'm gonna shoot her are you gonna shoot her no you're never gonna shoot her oh 
I love when he walks up with the shotgun oh, and he, he um, as soon as she's crying, he like the shift in his facial expression mm-hmm. is really good. It's mm-hmm. such an artful He's good with that thing that he face does. Work. Yeah. Where you just like it melts yeah. away and it is it turns into pure concern. But also like this really interesting, almost like animal curiosity he mm-hmm, keeps cocking mm-hmm. his head kind of yeah, like a yeah. puppy like a, yeah where he's like what what is this yeah and like yeah. as vampire spike it is like it's a truly new thing mm-hmm. to be empathizing on that level mm-hmm. and he also when he says like what's wrong he's so good at delivering this because you it's like a mix of like i guess i'll let this bad boy thing go for a second and like you can see that he's kind of pissed at himself but also more so worried for her. Yeah. And he truly can't help it. Like that yeah. is, and it gets back to his ultimate nature. And then I love when he's like, oh, is there anything I can do? Oh. Ugh. And then she doesn't even answer and he no. just sits there with her. I and love pats that. Pats her back. I love that he pats her back a couple times and then just sits. Oh, mm-hmm. here's something that I had forgotten about until now, but I had the thought when I was watching it. There is such a fucking contrast between his love for Buffy and he's just there for her with no expectations, mm-hmm. nothing needed for himself. He's just there to support and love her versus fucking Riley. So <laughs> if Buffy doesn't cry on his shoulder, he's like, no, Buffy doesn't love me. I'm going to go to a bar. <laughs> I think there was an interesting the thing that like it may have been partially because like Spike just happened to be there. But the first person that knows that her Joyce, mom is yeah. sick yeah. is Spike, and he does exactly what she wants, which he is does exactly what he should do is which just is just, just sit. be there for her. Um, which but Riley needs stuff from her. Riley, I'm sorry, I'm talking but about she the next also, episode. But she also, she also like throws walls in his in Riley's face. Yeah, she and then he's like she, peering over them, being like, "But do you need anything?" And but he, who has more walls thrown in his face than Spike? I like, would say in this scene, she is nicer to... She is less... If Riley walked to that hedge, she would have lifted her head up. She would have wiped her face. She yeah, would have said, yeah. where have you been? What are you doing? There's no way she would let him I think that, in that have moment, that intimate moment with her. I think in that moment, she would have. Because it had just happened... I'm sorry. In the next episode when Buffy, when he's like, it's here, I'm here, let it all out. And Mm -hmm. she's like, I can't, I have to be strong. If I start now, I'll never Mm -hmm. stop. That's because she's in the hospital. Her mom and sister are right there. She's got to go right back in and deal with it. She can't break down in front of them. Her relationship with Riley is fucking, is screwed up. Yeah, it's so But I don't think it's because Riley is a bad boyfriend. I feel like I think he's being a bad boyfriend. I feel like they've (laughs) developed a bad dynamic. I don't think she's a very good dynamic i don't but think she gives him uh she keeps a lot of barriers she doesn't she's not honest with him certainly i'm not saying that i'm just talking about this specific like i do think if riley had walked into that backyard she wouldn't have thrown up that wall i think that she would have leaned into him and cried but i think if she hadn't if she had just sat there and cried mm-hmm. unlike with spike sitting there with her just like okay i'm just gonna be present mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. riley would have been like i i like cry with me a cry on me i need to save you i'm the savior like Mm. please stop being so strong for one second because i'm so threatened by it yeah i think at this point i think that she doesn't want 
partner in the way that she has the partnership with Riley. Like she doesn't like she Buffy, as we see her in this in this episode, cannot give anything to anyone else and is like very consumed with her kind of like selfish ways of being like, you know, what? I'm the Slayer. I got to do this thing. I got to do this thing. I have to be strong. I have to do this. And so she's like thinking in her head that she's going to have this like private moment outside and she's going to be. And she's been there before yeah. with Angel. So she can't yeah. like she's already opened herself mm-hmm. up. She's yeah. hurt. She closed that part of herself yeah. off. Like, yes, because of Angel. And yes, that creates a bad relationship with Riley. But I personally have experienced the difference between being upset and having problems with a boyfriend who needed more for me than I could give mm-hmm. versus being upset with problems and having a boyfriend who was just there for me. Yeah. Yeah. I've definitely not yeah. just like, I am here. I'm going to show my love for you by being here and not asking for too much mm-hmm. in return. Yes. And I think um, that sounds weirder than I meant to no, do. But I don't like, think it sounds but weird. But like I'm here. My my version of supporting you is just being here. Right. And like trusting you to ask for things if you need them. Yes. Yeah. And I think I think there's something very mature about that. And I don't think I think you're right that Riley is not secure enough. Secure enough to do that. Yeah. And the show in a meta way, I mean, not just because now Spike is in love with her, but like <laughs> is showing us a dynamic between Buffy and Spike that is very interesting mm-hmm. and a trust between them that is very interesting. I think it's because, it yeah. yeah, is building that. Yeah. You're, well. I think that there is something that they're kind of exploring, which is that when, because Buffy has decided at the out front, I'm not going to ever let Spike hurt me. So she's like, I now feel safe enough to just be really sad with him. Because the thing is, she didn't, She sure, she didn't call Spike, but she didn't call Riley. Um, and I think she thinks that there's this like expectation of the type of person that she's supposed to be as like a girlfriend to Riley. And she's like, I can't do that. But with Spike, she's like, I'll never let him close to me in the way that Riley expects to be close to me. So I, it's safer for me and I can actually be um, more vulnerable with him than I could with Riley because Riley's going to expect me to like, comfort him when i'm being vulnerable i don't think that was a decision on her part though i don't I think, think it's just conscious. caught her in a moment yeah. where she mm-hmm. was already vulnerable yeah. she was already crying she would have cried regardless of who was there mm-hmm. and if it had been right riley she yes would have leaned on him mm-hmm. and so she's being vulnerable but she's not let, letting spike in no it's it's very she's decided he's never going to come in like in 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 i don't even think it's a thought that she's having consciously yeah i it's weird not weird, but it's – I think that she – part of it's being the Slayer. Part of it is that death is tailing her. Yeah. But she's in some ways just kind of too mature for a guy her own age. Yeah. Like, I think that – She's been too, through too much. She's been yeah. through too Way much. Older. Like, And so she was with Angel who came out just coming off a year uh, – <laughs> what is it? A century and a half relationship. Yeah. Like, yeah. And she's, with, or she's hanging out with Spike. I feel like they know about – how to treat a person mm-hmm. in a relationship better than Riley does. And they catches also, them at a yeah. disadvantage. Or it's like in this episode. They, they have they have so much more experience to draw from. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they have so much more perspective. Yeah, I think the perspective thing is important because because they've experienced so much of life. They're like a lot of these like 
rituals of relationship aren't necessary to them. Whereas like with Riley, he needs things as he is, is within his right to need because he's mm-hmm. just a 19 year old guy. I do forget that because he looks fucking 35. Because he looks 35. He does look 35. He looks like a 35-year-old statue made out of makeup. (laughs) Like, like just like... makeup. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But he, like... So, yeah, I mean, he's fine. Like, the things that he needs, he's allowed to need. Sure. But, I mean, he's going to have to come to the realization that Buffy isn't going to give that to him. I just think that Spike loves Buffy more than Riley does. (laughs) I would say... Hmm. Trying to think of it. It's a I completely think selfless love. Yeah. Yes. 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 And I would, yeah. Because he doesn't really expect. Yeah, he has no reason to expect anything from her. Question. When she says, you're beneath me, was she specifically calling back? she knows. So she I doesn't know. He, he didn't tell her that part. I don't think he related that because he's like, I've always been bad. He's not going to. Yeah, I've yeah. always been, been bad. bad. By like the way, this I was one a poet. time. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't think she got that. It was just okay. a horrible. Oh, in his face when she says that. And she throws the money at him and he's sitting on the ground. And he's on the ground. That was like. That was bad. And then he starts sobbing. Of course he does. And then he like, it's like, wait, no, I have to be bad. And then like hides it away. Oh, I mean, immediately when she needs him. Of course. He's of course. there and he. Drops his own shit. Yep. He drops his own shit, and Riley never dropped his shit. <laughs> That's my point. Riley is a boy. He's a boy. He's and he's but a boy 19. who knows a farm in Iowa, and then being a soldier. And That's it. He hasn't been allowed to be a man. I don't think he's a good fit for Buffy. He's not. But he's I don't in no he's... way a good fit yeah. for Buffy. And I don't. He I needs think... a model who is also a soldier. <laughs> is that uh, what you think? <laughs> I, I, I mean, like, it's if you just, just had to, like, like <laughs> totally from my mind. It's not, a, you know, just out of thin air. Um, yeah. And I think it's also that thing, and I, I'm going to, I just called it that thing, but maybe I made it up in my mind, <laughs> that when you have had, like, a deep love for someone, it, like, excavates part of your, like, soul. Mm-hmm. So then you can, like, fill that with another person. So I feel like because he loved Drew in the way that he did, Spike is more capable of love for Buffy. Not in a replacement way, but like in a he knows how to love deeply. I he, think, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I yeah. think he, yeah. Yeah, okay. <laughs> totally. Yeah. Um, love and the I slug loved demon. that scene. Sorry. The slug demon. I yes. love that guy. So good. Oh. Like both the scene between Spike and Drew. Look, I didn't know then, you were seeing someone. <laughs> I know. He's like, look, I can. He's like dripping. He's like, I can. So he's holding funny. like a little cup in his hand. Yeah. <laughs> and he's fully dressed. Yeah. Fully dressed. In like a suit or something. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's wearing like a, like, like uh, a plaid seems like suit. like you guys have a thing going on here. <laughs> I loved that guy. I'm so happy. It, yeah, I did. Li- and it was contrasting so well oh, with and like I miss this Spike's red shirt. Sorry. Red shirt. The red shirt that he would always he wear in season wear two. Yeah. He was wearing oh, it again right. in the flashback. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like a no, the red shirt. shirt. Yes. Love it. With the, I miss yeah. that red shirt on him. It was a good look. Mm-hmm. I mean, the all it black breaks is... breaks up the black. The yeah. all black is great. Black shirt, no jacket, though, also is a good look. Ooh, black yes. shirt, no jacket that is a good, is a look. good look. I feel like the jacket needs that red shirt to yes. break mm-hmm. it up. It does. Otherwise, it's just like mm-hmm. a mass. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He... Okay, now this is... There is an experimentation with his hair that happens in the later seasons where it oh, goes it's from like kind of waved or something. Yeah, it's like a two. It's like he's combed it back and then but like. Did we decide that? Oh, like, is say no, it? It's I tussled. It's tussled. <laughs> is it tousled? tussled? I would say tussled. 
Okay, you two say tussled. Uh-huh. I said tussled. Tussled. We looked it up and it's tousled. 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 I know. Gross. I, know. I, know. I hate it. So anyway, it's like <laughs> it's, a messy It's look. all messier. It does not look good. Is his hair naturally curly? He has naturally curly hair. <laughs> yeah, it has almost... Oh, yeah, it goes full curly. Yeah, mm-hmm. it looks yeah. very like Justin Timberlake in mm-hmm. sync. I think mm-hmm. that's my problem with it. Yeah. Is that you were more of a JC girl? I was a JC girl. Was a JC I knew girl. You, what? Yeah, JC, Wait. JC. Mm-mm. You were you were a JT girl? I was none of them. Yeah. I was Tony Luca on the Mickey Mouse Club. <laughs> that was they like were both such on deep... the Mickey Mouse Club with Yeah, but him. that's still like a deep at the time that was like a very that's a very deep cut cool mm-hmm. choice cuz Tony Luca came back in the voice. On the voice. My cousin was is... on that season. She came in second. That's very cool. Mm-hmm. Did you get to meet Tony Luca? Juliet Sims? No, no, I'm not that close. To oh. that, so it was my my ex step cousin. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> one Still degree too my far. <laughs> oh, we haven't back. talked about Drew's beautiful black lace outfit. Oh, I that love it. Outfit. So good. First of all, she rocks everything. Her curls she wears. are a little weird. Oh, and they're like yeah. So I would say style cute. more than hair and makeup. Mm-hmm. Yeah, her so style. great though. Yeah. Her outfits are just like so ethereal and weird mm-hmm. and creepy. Spanish flamenco. Yes. Cancer. And like the gloves and yeah. everything. I was like, ooh. She looked great. And she, and I love that his, like, he's like, ah, get away from me. And is like all freaked uh-huh. out by her. Ow, ow, ow. Oh. oh. <laughs> I was thinking, I was like, oh, this is really interesting that a beautiful woman paying him some attention isn't mm-hmm. immediately appealing to him. So yeah, that means I like that. truly loves Cecily, not yes. just like anyone. Right. It's true. Uh, though I will say that when he's arguing with Angelus and using his new accent and stuff, mm-hmm. for some reason, he has like an orange pancake face. <laughs> Did you guys see this? Like, yeah. It oh, was, like, his it makeup was so was, orange. It was so no, weird. Yeah, it was weird. Because maybe to match the hair, like maybe to match the wig, they had to do something too much blending. Hair light, and they were blending maybe. and they just kept blending. <laughs> you mean the makeup artist is like, oh God. I just, it was oh, just yeah, weird because he's not usually have orange at like, all. The crazy contouring, yeah. Yes. No, it was in, it was like Kim K contouring yeah. tutorial gone wrong. This is a ridiculous statement, but <laughs> don't you think that James Marsters, right? Marsters, mm-hmm. I was Marston and Marsters. Yeah. Like his cheekbones are too chiseled to be believable in other time periods. Oh, he has a very Which modern makes face. No he sense. does. No, but some people course, look like only yeah. now. It's like so that makes no that sense make what I'm sense. saying. Because I, th- I don't feels, think they're fake. No, that's my yeah. point. It's his face. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's because he's so thin. I yeah. know. He's like but so thin, wiry. That's the thing. It's that but, like nobody had his body type then unless they were like dock workers. had to have had his yeah. body type. I feel like people could, had to have had chiseled faces cheekbones and like mm-hmm. that maybe like a byronic hero like mm. like or maybe, maybe it's just they gave him the wrong hair like god gave him the wrong hair no no, no. <laughs> they the gods oh he was just I, like in the flashback the pantheon of gods yes. gave him the wrong hair <laughs> yeah um no like yes. the on the show yeah well that floppy hair is it, it doesn't really fit him and at the, all the color it like contrasts with because also, I don't think that they put too much makeup on James Marsh because yeah. he's pretty pale. Mm-hmm. So that works for va- being a vampire. Right. And they were like, oh, we have to add color. So then, it, like, his hair yeah. was too closely matched to his skin tone. He and was, it was a just little the bit. the wrong coloring all around. Mauve. 
it felt like he should be and maybe he is, I don't know. I think in real life he's a brunette. Yes. He, and I feel like they just make him brunette. Like, why are we pretending like yeah, he has sort of like blonde sandy hair? hair? Yeah, I don't it think didn't work he has him. sandy hair. Maybe that's what it was. I think it was. so out of place. Right. Yeah. Whereas if you gave him really dark hair, I mean, he still would probably look like a vampire. Or like they should have given him a handlebar mustache like that one dude. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be amazing. That would have been like, amazing. Why would his hair be so unkempt? I have no idea. I don't know. Just because he's like got that like absent-minded professor type thing, but with yeah. poetry. Maybe and they Cecily. just wanted to make him look more like yeah. pathetic and not yeah quite fitting. Yeah. Him. Yeah. Because if he looked too good, then you'd be like, why doesn't everyone want to yeah. marry him? Everyone wants yeah. a piece. But he does have a look, though, too. Some people, when like ostensibly they could exist in like olden times. Mm-hmm. Yeah, people had to just, have looked like that. It's weird. Like there are certain people like someone cast Blake Lively in a biopic Uh and i remember thinking like she looks like she could only exist now like there are certain people that i'm like yeah i can believe her like 60s to now yeah like like, it was like 1800s i was like i'm having trouble yeah (laughs) i saw that movie age of adeline though Mm -hmm. Uh and she was in like the 30s or 40s was she okay that worked for me Mm. so maybe it's just like you have to have the right hair and makeup people otherwise they'll make you look too modern Mm mm-hmm and I think probably hair color and haircut probably had a lot to do with. Yeah. I, I think, think yeah. They, they really fuck up Angel's hair, too. Like, why oh, do they God. only get the girls right? Uh, it's crazy. Yeah. Their wigs are awesome. And yeah. the male wigs are like, hi, we sat on a piece of, like, <laughs> driftwood. Shoot up cat hairball. <laughs> and didn't brush it. Didn't yeah, brush just it. Like, just like, we, like, tied a ribbon around the end. some <laughs> double-sided tape, and then we slapped it on your head. Oh. You're welcome. <laughs> Enjoy no, yeah. that. Angel's wig is disgusting. It's so awful. It's just, I mean, it has a similar Why thing. It? It's so thin. Yeah. It's yeah. like a ponytail. Like, I got what I think is kind of a bad haircut recently. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, and I'm it's sorry. sort of like can't tell. frayed yeah. and they're like all crazy. It's like they, lippy. It's like too, she layered too much. She was just um. like. Mm-hmm. um, And that's what it looks like. It's like, why did your haircut get so thin yeah. on the It ends? was so feathered. It was His hair so, was so and like makes like him look like he has a receding hairline, mm-hmm. which maybe he does, but like it doesn't. No, he has like any a, favors. He has like a two inch tall forehead. Yeah, he has, like a, tiny <laughs> he has a very very small forehead, <laughs> like thick. But like the way, I, yeah, it was just it was also a similar thing, which maybe they were just going through this with an angel, where his hair is in the back in a ponytail on the sides, it's loose. Which they were doing a lot with Cordelia. They did with Cordelia. It was not a good look. And it's just like, like have a full ponytail. Just yeah, do just the full ponytail. ponytail. It's fine. Why? Just do it. It doesn't have to be. No one cares. The floof on the side. Are yeah. you trying to be like, oh, they're like wild? But like <laughs> the girls are fucking bloodthirsty killers. Yeah, yeah and, and they, they look, look great. They look on point. I enjoyed those slow motion scenes. I love. Oh, I them. love it when Spike's like jumping in the air yeah. with the fire behind him. Yeah. That was so fun. That was pretty cool. Again, like. Oh, this makes so much more sense knowing that Angel had his soul already. Yeah. Because I was like, oh, Angel, no, yeah. like, you're in a badass slow-mo. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, I remember having seen only Fool for Love and not Darla. And I remember thinking, exactly. and I remember thinking, like, oh, well, I, I remember thinking two things. One, I was like, okay, like, Angel's just pouting. 
because he doesn't get to be the bad boy. But then I was like, also, I was like, oh, maybe this is just Spike's narrative. And he's like being like, oh, yeah, and uh, Angel was there too. But like I was jumping off of this like barrel and like being all cool. And I'm also just imagining him tell the slow-mo walking scene to Buffy. It was really cool. (laughs) Like we were all walking. It was like fire behind us. I saw this barrel. All in a straight line, like just owning the boxer (laughs) (laughs) rebellion. Well, and like the popular kids of the boxer rebellion. Yeah. So cool. <laughs> they couldn't be cooler. It's also like the day before Angel leaves them. Uh-huh. Forever. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't mention that either. No. Like that, he doesn't mention that at all. Like Buffy would be interested in that information. Yeah. But also he's no, like, I don't. not the story. Well, also he's yeah. like, I don't want to bring up Angel. Yeah, like bringing up that fucking I, ex-boyfriend. Yeah, I'm trying to get in on this Buffy action. We're doing a dance. Uh, when he tries to kiss her and she's like, what the hell are you uh, doing? That was rough. But also, yeah. Yeah. Also, like, she has made, like, to her, because she's made no indication that she's interested, to her, she is like, what the hell? Like, I didn't even know, because she doesn't know he's been having all these crazy dreams about her. Right. And she, like, pushes it aside later. So that was, I was interesting. The yeah. moment, I was like, does she think? No, she definitely reacts like yeah. she knows he was about to kiss her. But I was like, maybe she thinks he's going to bite her. But yeah. no, that's not the reaction no. you have. To I think that. the Buffy deals with this in the way that she deals with a lot of personal things that she's like, I don't have time for. She's like, la, 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 yeah. la, la. she's like, yeah. mm, uh, uh, let's talk about my Later. Slayer stuff. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. When it's like, no, they he have, tried to kiss you. He tried to kiss you, and then later. You guys had a moment, like a serious moment, where like you were going through some real shit, and he comforted you yeah. in the exact right way that you needed him to. She's just going to be like, blinders. Blinders. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, you think he likes me? <laughs> what are you talking? It's like, okay, first of all, I'm like, girl, do you just want to hear someone say that Spike likes you? Because, like, you know, who she doesn't has to hear know that. Who doesn't want to hear that Spike likes you? Yeah, people always do that too. It's like, <laughs> he likes me. Likes what? Me? Mm-hmm. Get out of here. <laughs> That's crazy. We only have like three kids together. I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> are you sure? That's so funny. <laughs> My um, husband likes me. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> he brought me these flowers. What do you think? <laughs> but all, all of this kind of starts just to kind of bookend the episode because Buffy is getting a little bit too cocky with how she fights and gets I love that comment where he's like, the problem is you've gotten so good you think you're immortal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And for just like a throwaway vamp. Mm-hmm. Which, by the way, Riley just grenades all of them. I like that Xander's the one going, uh, hey, mm. excuse me. Yeah. <laughs> that is not the sign of a healthy ban. Yeah. Yeah. Which fits yeah. in with the whole Xander sees everybody thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Totally. Um, and I actually, I did like the scene. I usually don't like the scenes with Dawn, but I did like the scene where Buffy's like, if I promise to show, if you promise not to tell, do you want to see something? And like, I think in that moment, Michelle Trackenberg is good at being like eager to see this mm-hmm. this thing, and she's like, "Oh, yes." And I just I, I thought that moment was cute between them. Well, even yeah. her like covering up and being like nail polish experiment, yeah. and then being like eager, like was that right? Is that yeah? Did I it save do it? the day, right? <laughs> yeah, very sweet. And I love the oh sure, I save your butt and then you dump all your chores <laughs> yeah. on me. Yeah. So I did but like that like, moment in with a them. teasing yeah. way, not in an yeah. actually petulant yeah. way. Yes. Yeah, because she's gonna do them. She, she'll do the chores. I also like she'll, that she likes to make jokes about walking in on Riley and Buffy yeah. fucking all the time. But like if she actually did, she would be horrified. Yeah, she would. She would be so upset. But she's mm-hmm. like, I'm sorry to interrupt the sexapades. I'm like, what do you think? What sexapades do you think happened with iodine on the table and two people fully clothed? Like, <laughs> Dawn, settle down. 
Yeah. She's just trying to be funny. She is. She she's thinks so hard. She's trying so hard. They should have gotten a younger actor, though. Yeah. Nothing against Michelle Trachtenberg, no. but it would have made she's it. supposed to. Because yeah. otherwise it makes no sense why Buffy is so annoyed by yes. her. And so, like, you can't do anything. Mm-hmm. Get away. Mm-hmm. I mean, it kind of, like. When, I know they explain it because, like, even though she's been around forever in Buffy's mm-hmm. mind, this is the first time she's actually experiencing mm-hmm. it. Yeah. But and I mean, there is kind of like there they kind of explain away her like you can't do anything sort of thing because um, she's protecting her. Yeah, she's for the key. the key. But yeah. I mean, we still remember how she was before. When yeah, she was like, no. The yeah. way she she acts like a twelve year old. She does yeah. not act like a fourteen year old. No. Yeah. She was but, supposed to be like what, like eight or nine or something or ten? Yeah, I want to say ten or eleven, like yeah. like much younger than yeah. fourteen. Yeah, which would have been made so much more sense. So yeah. much more sense, and even how like everyone treats her would have made more sense. Mm-hmm. Like the rest of the Scoobies. Mm, yeah, they treat her like she's so young. Mm-hmm. Um, Although, how, how does that have to work with Joyce being with the dad still? They didn't break up until right before Buffy moved to town. So. Right, but Buffy was. 16. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that would make and sense. So yeah, it was like okay. five years yeah. ago. Okay. I uh, I had a bunch of notes for Darla, and then I had no notes for Buffy because I was just watching yeah. it. I know. Yeah. I this episode so I, much. I, seriously, I have, I have like, This is one of my favorites. It, it's so good. This I'm so glad you could so, come so on and talk about it. Yeah. Me too. These were awesome. Like, it's so, and I like. Did I, I claim this one? I think we thought of you. Yeah. Not, to take, of you. not okay. to take credit. You claimed for like, um, the body, of course. Yeah. But so you'll be back so soon. <laughs> um, <laughs> for tears and tears and tears. Yeah. Um, for or fears. Tears and tears. Fears. And fe- tears for? Uh, uh, wink, wink. Fears. Fears, fears. 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 Garden shears. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know what that was. I liked it. I, I liked it. it. Okay, I really good. enjoyed it. Also, gleaming has lots of words that rhyme with it. Yeah. Seeming. Teeming. Dreaming. Steaming. Steaming. Okay, so Ryan's got them all. Were you just like <laughs> excited to bring that up? Because you're like, I got so many words. No, I meant to say it earlier because when he said, because first I thought he said gleaning. Did you say teaming? Gleaning. Already? Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> I can't remember. But like teen, glean, it was like, ing, like I'm gleaning <laughs> this about you, which would be a very bad sentence. That is a hard word to rhyme with as much. But gleaming, like G-L-E-A-M-I-N-G. Yeah. It's not. No, yeah. It's, it's not orange. Yeah. Well, the problem is he was trying to rhyme with the thing that came before it, not after gleaming oh he, he needed to make the sentence before it work okay like so it's got to be something about his heart something about his love for her because it's like blah 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 my heart is teeming with pain for all that you are gleaming <laughs> yeah i'm a really good poet yeah wow you and are I, a wizard with, with world, wizard worlds <laughs> a it. wizard with worlds a world of be- wizard mm-hmm. words mm-hmm. dr wizard's world dr wizard's world mm-hmm Starring Ryan Mogi. Hands in the air. And with that, <laughs> we want to know, do you have anything to plug? Lindsay, thank you for coming on the show. Oh, thank you. Uh, I guess just follow me on Twitter at Lindsay Katai, all one word. Cool, cool. Good follow stuff. her on Twitter. She is a good tweetist. Oh, thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Thanks for having me again, guys. Yeah, yeah no, thank you so much for coming on. Always a pleasure to have an excuse yeah. to watch Buffy. <laughs> right. We'll give you one in a couple of weeks. Yeah. <laughs> I guess we'll have to give news on both episodes because this is a crossies. This is a crossover. Another crossies? Well, we, this is one. So if you are a Hellmouthy listener, your next episode is going to be Shadow and Listening to Fear. And if you're a Tall, Dark, and Broody episode, your next episode is The Shroud of Rahuman and The Trial. Burr, burr, burr. 
Yay. Yay. All right. We'll talk to you later, guys. Thanks so much for tuning in. Bye. Bye.